In achieving our goals in life, money plays a big part in supporting us reaching what we want and creating the life we desire. Money also can be an obstacle in achieving our ideal life. The financial situation for each person differ because each has a different aim and is in a different stage in life. Elements like our personalities, job, education, family status, etc. can also influence our financial situation. In the previous episode, I discussed money concepts and how our understanding of money can affect our ability to earn. For example, if you believe money opportunities are limited, you are more likely to stick to what you have rather than looking for better opportunities or improve. In this episode, we'll continue discussing money concept and the essential elements that will help us improve our financial situation. You may ask why I should learn about money or improve my skills. Many challenges nowadays affect our money levels and make it hard for people to manage their financial situation. One of the clear examples is the value of the things or services we pay versus our income or what we earn. We can see that the cost of things increases while our money situation or salaries are the same. These circumstances will require us to be more mindful of how we manage or spend our money. For example, a mobile phone that used to be $200 is now double the price. Another challenge is the domino effect, where an increase for one item could increase other things. For example, an introduced tax by the government to businesses will automatically lead to increase in prices. This increase in prices is due to the fact that the seller or the person who incurred that tax will have to increase his prices to compensate the cost of that tax. Another challenge is the unexpected events that come to us from time to time. Imagine someone in your family has to go to a medical procedure due to an incident you will need to pay for their treatment. Or suppose your car broke or something in your house need maintenance, you will have to pay to fix what is broken. Therefore, having a sound financial plan and emergency fund can help you mitigate such situation. Another challenge that a lot of people face is the high standards that our society impose on us. A lot of people unfortunately judge you today by how much money you have. Often, it is hard for you to have a lower standard of living than others, and society will pressure you to maintain that standards to live among them. Otherwise, it will be hard for you to be part of that community. Social media plays a role too, where many people like to show what they have. As a result, many people will do everything to maintain such standard or even borrow money for that. Another challenge is the increase in life expectancy. Previously, people used to worry less about finance because people usually don't make it alive at a higher age. However, with improved standard of living and the quality of the medical services, our life expectancy increased. The increase in life expectancy will require us to have a sound financial plan to continue living at a good standard and cover our needs at a later age. Another challenge is for people who have children. Many people who reach retirement age have young children to care for and raise. Our kids will require us to plan for their education and support them until they establish themselves or find a job. It is part of being responsible to support our children grow and stand up on their own. Therefore, having a financial plan for our kids' education 
or basic expenses until they grow is critical. Also, many governments introduce taxes for public services because the country's budget for offering those services is insufficient. Therefore, government may raise taxes to provide those public services such as police, cleaning, and others. This also could be a financial challenge that will require us to be more wiser with our money. Finally, unfortunately, everything became monetized from the water we drink to the bathrooms we use. Everyone is looking to make a living or sell you something and the competition is high. Having the awareness and not buying to everyone's sales pitch is essential to manage our finances. It's also part of knowing what is important to us and what is not and what our needs versus our wants. With that, let's jump in our today episode to discuss practical elements that can improve our money situation and overcome challenges that I mentioned. In utilizing your money well, you would want to set goals to make your money serve you. Like anything in life, if you don't have purpose for money, you will waste it and not utilize it wisely. For example, our time will not be effective if it is not tied to a goal or a schedule. You may ask what the definition of financial goals. They are the goals that will require an amount of money to achieve in a specific time. A lot of people think money goals can be realized by wishful thinking or luck. However, this is not the case, where we can see many people that are not ready for retirement, living on rent or having a debt to pay until a later age. Some of the examples of financial goals include owning a home, planning to retirement, planning for marriage, planning for kids' education, buying a car, buying a laptop could be a goal, planning for a vacation, and so on. Most people's typical way of achieving these goals are is to go to the bank to ask for a loan, ask a friend to lend them money, or look at their financial statements to see if they can buy. If we act this way, our lifestyle will be unsustainable and we are more likely to struggle to achieve long-term goals. So again, I repeat, financial goals definition is goals that require an amount of money to achieve in a specific time. Not all financial goals are the same. Some goals will require more time and money to achieve, while others will require less. For example, owning a home is a different financial goals than buying a laptop or a smartphone. Two factors will decide the type of the financial goal, the time required to achieve that goal and the amount needed. The higher the amount and time to achieve that goal, the more likely that that goal will be in the long-term spectrum. In addition, your current status of age, family, job, education, aspiration, net worth, and so on are also an essential elements in determining your goals. At 22 years old, college graduate financial goals are different than 60 years old family man going for retirement. Therefore, it is important to evaluate your current status and aspiration before setting your financial goals. With that, financial goals are divided into three categories short, mid, and long-term goals. Short-term goals involve purchases or things you plan to buy or have that are different from your monthly or daily expenses. The short-term goals timelines range from one to two years. Typical examples are buying a new TV or phone, planning for a vacation, creating an emergency fund, entering an education course, etc. Moving now to a mid-term goals, which are life-changing goals, such as marriage, paying a house down payment, continuing an academic education, having an investment, opening a business, 
and so on. The payments level for a midterm goals are usually higher than short term goals. Midterm goals require two to five years to achieve. Finally, long-term goals. Long-term goals are the goals that will help you reach satisfaction and security in life. And they are more than five years range goals. Typical examples are owning a home, being debt-free, planning for kids' education, and planning for retirement. Having discussed financial goals, one of the key points here is to consider financial goals as levels in life. The typical way of going about it is to have the basic needs met in the short-term goals. Then going to mid-term goals with marriage, investment, and making the initial payment for a house. Finally, going to the ultimate goal of owning a home, planning for retirement, and being debt-free. With financial goals, you will be in control of your money, and you will have an idea of how your money is spent, rather than spending your money randomly. You will be able to achieve more goals because you are more organized with your money. And you will not require the bank or use your credit card every time you want to achieve a financial goal. In setting your financial goals, your goals should follow the SMART rule. The goal has to be specific. This involves planning out precisely what you want to achieve. For example, I want to save $40,000 for a house down payment. The goal should be measurable to have a unit of measure of how you will track your progress. For example, I want to save $500 for the next 60 months to have $30,000 in 5 years. You can see here how we can track the time and the amount to be deducted over a specific time frame. The goal should be attainable. To achieve your financial goals, you will need to draft an action steps or a plan to make your goals achievable. Also, your goal should be realistic. This means considering your current status, like your time, income, and what you can do, making the goal relevant to you. For example, you cannot say, I want to earn $1 million in a month, and your salary equates to $2,000 a month. You will need to create a realistic goal. Your financial goals should be time-bound. It is essential to lay down a time frame so you can know the start and the end of your goal. For example, in two years, I want to have a car. Finally, it is critical to prioritize what is important to you and what you want to achieve when you set your financial goals. Because it will be hard for us to achieve all financial goals at once, so we'll need to pick which goal we want to start with and which goal we want to delay. It's also essential to include goals that aim to increase your money or improve your ability to earn, such as improving your education and skills, opening a business, investing, and so on. These financial goals will support you overcome challenges I mentioned at the start of this episode, like retirement and facing unexpected events. Saving is one of the primary and most essential aspects of reaching your financial goals. If you live on a salary to a salary without saving, you are more likely unable to reach your financial goals. And you may only achieve short-term goals and maybe mid-term goals with the help of the bank. Having savings will allow you to plan well, have freedom, and find the strategy to achieve your financial goals. For example, if you plan to open a business or invest, you will need an initial amount and that comes from saving. With saving, you will have a peace of mind and a way to maneuver life choices. Sometimes unexpected events come to us, like an emergency at home or a health issue. Instead of reaching to the bank and needing others to lend you money, you can cover yourself in this situation. It will be like a buffer for you 
during difficult times. This is also related to having an emergency fund that can cover your expenses from three to six months. So when you have an emergency or experience a job loss due to the economic situation, your emergency fund will be handy. You may say, I don't have much to save. The hardest thing about saving is getting started. Once you start saving and see the amount pile up in your bank account, you will be encouraged and motivated to continue saving. Think about it this way. The amount you save over time can be a reasonable amount. For example, imagine you save $200 a month. Over 12 months, it will be $2,400. And over 48 months, it will be $9,600. And this is only if you save without investing that amount or increase it. The case may be different if you invest that amount and have a return on investment growth annually for your saving. Again, with saving, you can educate yourself, invest, improve your ability to earn, make yourself valuable, and finally, achieve your financial goals. Yes, it takes determination, patience, hard work, and discipline to save money, but it's worth the efforts over the long term. You may ask, what are some of the ways to save? First, to commit an amount monthly you will put for your saving. As the famous quote say, pay yourself first. It means to put money into your savings before giving your money to other people for their services or pay for other expenses. A typical recommendation for saving is to save 5 to 20% of your income and if you have fewer expenses, you can save more. Next, to have a second account at the bank as a saving account. Doing this will help you avoid mixing your savings with the regular amount you use for your monthly expenses. It is also helpful to make it hard for you to reach that saving account. This will help you avoid using your saving amount when you have the temptation to use it. Next, to evaluate how some expenses affect you in the long term and the consequences they bring to you financially if you continue paying for them. Often we spend on things and do not realize that if we stop spending, we can save tremendously. Imagine going to a restaurant and paying $100 weekly. This will equal to $1,200 in three months. The trade-off could be is to use the $1,200 toward achieving your financial goals or find an investment to grow it. Keeping track of your expenses will help bring what you spend to your awareness to be mindful about it. Next, Take your time to decide on your big purchases and do not rush to buy them. Often we find ourselves pushed or rushed to buy things, only to realize later that we did not require them. And if we waited a little bit, we could avoid that purchase. The key here is to avoid making your brain impulses rush your decision and always take your time before you buy. Also to be aware of how some sellers use labels like limited time offer to rush your buying decisions. Next. Be aware of the different options you have or places to buy when you make a purchase decision. With that, you can find lower prices, make comparisons, and have choices. The online world has made it easy for us to compare prices. Also to be aware of different sales seasons where the prices for some items are lower. Next, to differentiate between our wants and needs. Often we mix up what we want with what we need and go in a buying spree, thinking that we need to buy everything in front of us. Having an awareness between our wants and need can help us wait and be more mindful when we make a buying decisions. Next, 
to limit your attachment to things and practice minimalism. We often find our house filled with things we don't use or need and keep buying additional items. Instead of buying something new, you can either revisit the item you purchase and reuse them or give it to someone else to use them. Next, sticking to a budget you set each month. This will help you practice discipline. What will help you here is to establish a budget you can stick to till the end of the month. Sticking to a budget and have the discipline to do it will help keep your saving in place and have a life that is in control. Next, avoid the tendency to show off or compare yourself with others. Social media or society has driven many people to live beyond their means because of the need to show off and feel that their value will come from the things they buy, the clothes they wear, or the car they ride. Avoiding this tendency will help you embrace a sustainable way of living where you don't need to prove your worth to anyone but yourself. The key here is to live within your means or what you can earn. Next, limit the use of credit cards. Credit cards has led many people to spend beyond their means because of their ability to buy now and pay later for it. What happened here is that people with credit cards have the temptation to spend beyond their needs because of the pay later aspect. Also, many banks promote points miles or cashbacks for their credit cards making us believe that we are taking advantage however what happened here is that people spend beyond their needs because of the temptation of the miles points or cashbacks that the banks promote to us finally to buy things on several stages and not to buy all of them at once imagine you want to purchase a numerous pieces of furniture but you have limited amount of money here you can buy one item and delay other purchases to stick to your budget and not affect your saving. Then later on or next month, you can buy the second item and so on. This will help you avoid taking that amount from your saving and have a better control over your budget. And the same applies if you want to buy something expensive or beyond your budget. You will need to set a specific financial goal to buy that item and create a saving plan to achieve it instead of disrupting your budget. In the end, please remember that we don't save money for the sake of saving, but we save it to invest, improve ourselves, and achieve our financial goals. The key here is to find a way to make your money saving increase so you can utilize it better to achieve your financial goals. Next, we'll talk about debt. From time to time, we go to the bank to have a loan. For example, we need to purchase a car or finance an item we want. Loans are here to help us get a significant amount for something we want to have or buy. However, several questions arise here. Should we take a loan for everything we want? Loans are here to help you reach your goals. But if you keep going to the bank for everything you want, you will end up with high debt and you may not able to pay it if your circumstances change or you lost your job. Therefore, it is crucial to understand what is good and bad debt are. Good debt are the debt you pay for your education or to own a home. It is what you pay for something worthwhile and will benefit you in the long term. However, bad debt is, is the debt you pay for your credit card amount or to go for a vacation or buy an item like an expensive watch. It is a bad debt because it will not serve you in the long term and it is merely an instant purchase that its value will fade with time. Unlike a home you own or an education that will stay with you. For maximum debt, experts know that it should not exceed 20% of your monthly income. 
After discussing personal finance concept, we can draw a big picture to create a budget that will help us live a sustainable life and achieve our financial goals. With that, I will share with you five tips that will help you budget well from realsimple.com. First, keep your budget simple. We tend to be less effective with details. Having a simple budget with less details can help you stick to much easier. Second, set your budget based on your income and don't live beyond your means. With that, you will be able to stick to your budget and implement it. One way to know your monthly expenses is to record one month of your expenses. This will help you have an estimate number of your expenses monthly. Third, avoid situations where you will know you will spend money beyond your budget. For example, someone invited you for a trip and it wasn't part of your plan. You should be able to say no and stick to your budget to achieve your financial goals. Fourth, set money goals and create a budget around them. As the quote say, pay yourself first, which means prioritizing saving and your financial goals before you spend your monthly budget on other items. Finally, make a room within your budget for fun activities or going out. In the end, the purpose of saving, budgeting, and reaching your financial goals is to have the life you enjoy living. Having a big picture and a budget will help you be more aware with the decision you make with money. And this is the end of our episode today. I hope this episode gave you a helpful concepts about money and personal finance. Don't forget to hit the like button if you find this episode useful. And let me know in the comments below what other important concepts on money. And this takes me to the end of our episode. Please let us know if you like our episode today. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more. Thanks for listening and see you next time.